0: Coach Sherily Sladey as she explores marriage transformation for struggling couples. Forgiveness, healing, connection, love restored and renewed. Our history does not have to define us. In today's episode, you'll learn 20 lessons I learned from 2020. And these aren't all marriage lessons, although the first ones are. They're also health lessons and just random other lessons and things I learned. And just a little explanation on this episode. I did record most of this on the 1st of January, and then I was waylaid by some other projects I had to work on, and I didn't end up finishing it until just today. So there's a gap in here. As well, there is some background noise of my dog barking. So please excuse that, but I couldn't re-record. She is a great Pyrenees dog. And when we let her outside, sometimes she will bark at things like snowmobiles or dogs or people driving walking by. And she drives us crazy, but we love her dearly. So please excuse the barking. I cannot re-record, but I hope you enjoy the episode. I know it's a little bit late for New Year's, but I could not just throw it away after I had worked so hard on it. So, Happy New Year, late a bit. I hope you enjoy. This is Season 1 episode six. Hi and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Shirley Swadey. Okay, so the first lesson I learned in 2020 was how much I appreciate my husband's friendship and how important friendship actually is to a relationship. So I'll explain this one a little bit. I During this time, I really saw how he really is my best friend and how that quality is so important, especially when you're going through hard times. Because what do you want when you go through a hard time is you want someone that works with you, you want someone you can laugh with, you want someone you get along with, that you can cooperate with, and someone you can trust. And you think about people that go through hard times like a war, for example, or you know, any kind of traumatic experience, those friendships are some of the strongest friendships that you have. Like I think of people, men who have been through war through the trenches, those friendships are something just at another level. And when you go through a hard time, like we've had in 2020, and everyone's experience is different, but it I think for the majority of us, it's been hard for us in some level, you appreciate the people that were there with you and um, how much how important that friendship actually is. So the lesson is how much I appreciate his less, his friendship, and how important friendship is to a relationship. Number two, this is another marriage. These first ones are marriage lessons. Number two is I learned how to communicate directly with my husband a lot better. Now, when we uh, spend more time with someone, we have to communicate directly because otherwise they're going to drive us crazy (laughs) because there's always um with any relationship there's a tension and there's just conflicts that come up and if we can't say anything we won't have that time to release it while we go to work or we go somewhere else if we're always together so we have to either learn to communicate or that can really explode and I got a lot better at that (laughs) during this year I will be honest because um he was home for you know we were both home a lot more. And we had to tell each other when the other one was ticked off or when we irritated each other. Um, you know, whereas before we did, like many couples, we just sort of have a avoidant of the issue and just hope that it goes away. But we didn't have that choice, and that, that was just really magnified during this time. Number three, I learned that there is no one I would rather have by my side than my husband. And this relates to number one too, but really seeing how we how he was in this situation his unique qualities really shone and it just made me so appreciative of who he was even though we are so different those differences really helped us to get along and I'll relate the next one actually relates to this as well number four is his sense of humor saved me and so I learned to be less serious, even when serious stuff is going on, because I'll be honest, the first while, the first couple of months, I was really stressed about what was happening, probably even more longer than that, probably three, four five months. I was just feeling that stress all the time of just knowing there's things going on and that feeling helpless as to what to do about it. And I know we all have our different take on what the meaning of this is, but I don't think it matters so much as what your take on is the fact that most of us were stressed in some way. And that sense of humor, my husband, he's a very funny man, as I've mentioned before, really helped me. And it just showed me how important sense of humor really can be, especially in harder times. Okay, uh, number five, I choose whether to be offended or not. (laughs) Okay, so what this is about is I saw how I actually became less offended this year with my husband, especially. And because again, we were closer to, We were spending more time together because of the pandemic and getting on each other's nerves. And I saw that one time, I don't remember the exact instance, but I know I started to get offended about something. And I just saw that it was my choice if I got offended. I didn't have to get offended. I could just sort of laugh about it and take it as a quirk rather than take it as a personal offense against me. And that's not always easy to do, but it's something I really learned in in this year of being closer to him and seeing how much that is a choice, and with other people too, not with just marriage. Just overall, I think I grew in that area that there were times I was offended by people's actions, but I started to be able to distance myself more from it, and to become just less attached to what they thought, and to realize that offense is definitely a choice. Okay, the next one is, we're just moving along here i don't want to take too long in each of these it's just kind of meant to be a overall view of the 20 lessons so number six is boundaries give a sense of freedom now again relating to spending more time together i definitely saw and i think we learned the importance of boundaries and i'll I'll give you an example with us okay we live in a fairly small home and when my husband was going to work all the time i was accustomed to having the living room to myself to do my morning routine. Well, he was home for a period for quite a while and not working outside the home, as many of you had this year, had happened this year. And he would come down and be all happy and (laughs) his bubbly self in the morning. And I was just kind of getting my time together to pray and meditate and, and read my Bible and just come to and I eventually, we had to make a decision and talk about how we could both have our needs met and I needed introvert time. I needed time just to myself and he needed extrovert time. So we had to work out boundaries that I could have my alone time and also my work time and he could have what he wanted and that both of us would not feel um, left out in that equation and that took some work. But the boundaries really helped and I was able to say, okay, I need some introvert time or I need some work time today. And we would just work it out. So that was a really good lesson for us because up until that time, I would sort of just hope that he'd get the hint. (laughs) Can anybody relate to that? Hope that he'd get the hint and, you know, sometimes he didn't. (laughs) And then it might end in me getting kind of frustrated with him instead of, you know, just communicating that directly. A lot of these uh, lessons kind of work together, but they're a little bit different. Okay, the next lesson that really came forth for me from 2020 was the absolute importance of health. one of the first things that uh, doctors talked about regarding this pandemic is that it would reach mostly people with underlying conditions or like things that were already there in their body and that this would just make it worse and um so it really you know there are things that i really needed to do to improve my health and that just came really shining out that oh wow this is you know this is important because if you don't have your health and something comes along you're going to be the one that's most susceptible to that so that lesson really came forth in a strong way for me Okay, let's take a small break for Marriage Media, where I talk about something I've been viewing, listening, or reading in regards to marriage. Here's a segment. Marriage Media. So today I wanted to share a neat little series I found on Amazon Prime recently. The show is called Woman in White. It's on the PBS Masterpiece channel. Now if you've been listening for a while, you know I'm a sucker for historical dramas and this one definitely fits, fits that category. It's set in the mid-1800s, first in London and then in a pastoral country manor house. How much more typical of a historical drama can you get? This is a five-part series, produced in 2018, so it's quite modern. It focuses on a rather innocent young man named Walter Hartwright, who is living a very carefree existence as a painter in London with no money but lots of freedom when he's recommended for a job as a tutor to the nieces of a well-to-do gentleman. At first he expresses that he is not interested but is finally persuaded by his friend to take the engagement. Right before he leaves to go to his new job he runs into a strange woman wearing all white who apparently knows the place where he's going which is called Limerick She indicates very cryptically that the place where he is going is a dangerous and undesirable place. Well, despite of the ominous warning, Walter decides to go ahead with his plans, but with understandable trepidation. There he meets 2 freestyling young women who are both independent and intelligent and appreciate his company very much. He starts to fall in love with one of them, but finds out that she has a secret that forbids her from getting too close. I don't want to spoil it by telling you her secret, but that is only one of many secrets that come out and slowly unravel like a ball of yarn being pulled by a cat. This darkly lit, mysterious series is so well done and draws you into more, to find out more about these intriguing characters. By the end, we are showing a clear picture of the difference of marriage for money and convenience in marriage for love. Domestic abuse, both physical and emotional, are painted in realistic and horrifying detail. We see the traumatic effects of abuse on the psyche of a woman, and we see how one of the characters, again I don't want to spoil it, are able to start over, even after the most terrible of circumstances. I highly recommend this series if you're a fan of historical fiction. It's a bit dark, and not really family-friendly, I wouldn't recommend it for small children, but it's thoughtfully shot with outstanding writing. I was also surprised to see how much insight the show had on the subject of love and marriage. Okay, so number eight is also related to health and that is how important I learned this year how important mindset is my thinking is when it comes to losing weight and being healthy so I had been on the keto diet I'm sure most of you have heard of it last a couple of years ago and I'd lost quite a bit of weight but then this year I I'll be honest I slipped I slipped and I went back to my old eating habits and even though the keto diet worked for me, when the stress really came, which it did this year, I just sort of let it go. And it's because I hadn't really changed my thinking. I was still thinking in the old way, even though I tried a new habit and put it on top. I, The, th- the change wasn't like from within. It wasn't from deep inside me. And so I had read some books and listened to some podcasts about this um, issue and those things helped me change my thinking which then in turn helped me get back on track with the eating and the exercising that I needed to do so just the importance of mindset and thinking when it comes to weight loss was a lesson that has been really key for me this year all right number 9 how much i need people even though i'm an introvert <laughs> so i think this is a lesson that might have might ring true for a lot of people that even Like there were some memes around that talked about how introverts were really happy during the lockdowns because they got to just be by themselves. But even the most introverted of us, and I'm definitely an introvert according to like the Myers-Briggs classification. And I, I mean, I like people. I really enjoy people, but I really need alone time. But there is a limit to alone time. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that had that lesson. Okay, number... 10. I am braver and stronger than I thought. And again, I think this one might relate to quite a few people is that we've been through a lot this year and we got through it and we probably were a lot braver than we thought. And also that I don't, I can't leave God out of that. For me, it was learning to trust in God to become braver and stronger and number 11, lessons that I learned in 2020, how small sustainable goals work much better than overly ambitious ones. So I always, I've always had a tendency to set really big goals, but then get discouraged when they don't happen. And I've been learning just to set more sustainable goals, smaller goals, at least to lead up to the bigger goals. And that's been with some coaching and it's really helped. So that's one mindset that has helped me this year. Number 12. Now, this is a hard one. This is kind of emotional for me, but it was a lesson that I learned, and that was that you can lose someone at any time. And I lost a really good friend of mine to cancer this year, and we hadn't really been in touch over the years. I'd talked to her once in a while, but we'd lost that closeness that we once had, and I was uh, checking the group of, it's kind of, this is a place where I grew up, and there's, I'm in a Facebook group, and suddenly I saw a mutual friend say, I miss you, and it turns out she'd been gone a couple of months later, or a couple of months previously, and because we weren't really in touch, it just, and plus with COVID, nobody is really allowed to have any celebration of their life, or any funeral or anything, it was in the early spring and that that really you know hit hit me hard Is this friend that you know I always assumed would be there even though we weren't as close but it was still somebody that I always considered important to me and suddenly she was gone and that can happen so quickly. Uh, Number 13 how everyone and every job is essential (coughs) and uh this is getting a little bit political, I guess, in the sense that I know they've deemed some services non-essential. And I happen to think that's really wrong because I think every job, every person is essential. And if they're not able to work, they're missing out on their living. And we can't, you know, we've taken people for granted and the little things maybe that they do, but when they're gone, we really notice that we can't do certain things so that we can't go certain places and i don't think it's right to deem anybody or any job inessential number 14 um how to start a podcast so this year i learned how to start a podcast that had been a dream of mine for a couple of years and i was always very overwhelmed because of the technicality of it and the huge learning curve and but this year uh, with some encouragement from some podcasts that i was listening to and um, a friend who had a podcast and I just learned that it was possible and I went ahead and did it and it hasn't been perfect. I still am learning but I've done it and that's a huge thing that I learned this year. Number 15, another <laughs> technical one, is how to set up a Zoom account which I'm sure some of you can relate to. I had used Zoom before in my business but I never had my own account so I went ahead and did that and number 16, I learned that my mission has not changed. Now I, this year, I considered some different uh, nit- niches or niches niches to talk to. And I looked at a few different things that I was interested in. And it kept coming back to wanting to serve people who had been through um, significant loss for their marriages. And that is a message that God put on my heart years ago probably six years ago and then i felt sort of like okay well maybe i'm not supposed to be doing this and maybe i'm not supposed to be doing it and i should be doing something else but it just kept confirming that this was what i was supposed to be talking about okay so my last ones are just kind of whimsical ones kind of fun ones things that i learned in 2020 random things no particular order number 17 i learned how to cook fish we had some fish given to us and i always said i don't know how to cook fish and one night i just got that fish out and i started cooking the heck out of it and not saying it was the best fish in the world but i learned to do it number 18 is how to play code word which is an online game we played this with my niece my sister and me, my two nieces, my sister and I, on Christmas Eve, we usually always play board games when I'm there. I'm usually there for Christmas Eve, but this year it was on Zoom, and we played this code word, which was fun, and we also played Scribileo, Scribileo, Scriblio. I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes, and we played that online, and that was a lot of fun, is it lets you actually have a room where you can all be together, so there's nobody else in the room, and we had a blast so those are two games that I didn't really know before until 2020 and related to games also with my nieces in the summer when things were opened up we went to an escape room and that was a lot of fun I'd always wanted to try it it wasn't my favorite thing to do to be honest it was so hard that it just seemed impossible I don't know if that's all of those all of them or maybe it was just us but I have pretty smart nieces And yeah, we, we did an escape room. So that, so that brings me to the end of the episode. Every episode of Happily Ever After Again, I share a scripture and say a little prayer. And, um, so thanks for listening. Like I said, I know it is a bit late in the year, but I did not want to let the episode that was almost finished go to waste. All right. So I'll share the scripture today. It's related. This scripture relates not so much to the podcast itself, but just to what's going on in the world. Right now, it is January 15th, and my country is maybe not affected quite as much, but I know my friends in the United States, we follow it closely, I'm in Canada, and it is a lot of crazy things going on down there right now. So, and plus all of the lockdowns and everything too. So I want to just encourage, this is especially for those who are believers, Uh, the scripture is Proverbs 3.5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not onto thine own understanding. That's Proverbs 3.5. I'm just going to say a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for getting us through 2020, Lord. It was one of the hardest years of our lives. Lord, I pray for this new year. Again, we have problems for the 2021 Lord, I just pray that we can trust you with all our hearts. Lean not in our own understanding, but just look to you to be our provider and our wisdom. I thank you so much again for this year and for everyone listening. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's episode is sponsored by the book Happily Ever After Again, Hope, Healing, and Love for Second Marriages. It's available on Amazon in paperback, Kindle, and audio formats. Pick up your copy today.